welcome back to Where is the Music Podcast. Before we begin, I wanted to say thank you to all the people, uh, friends, colleagues and uh, students who have uh, come forward so far and offered their personal feedback. I really appreciate that and um, uh, I recognize I'm not a natural born uh, speaker, a radio host uh, or commentator. Um, also English uh, you might have uh, gathered so far uh, is not my first language so I'm not just learning as I as I do this but also I'm learning uh, the technicalities of it um, recording side of it the uh, exporting and distribution online so uh, it is a bit of an experiment and I really appreciate the fact that some of you invest a bit of their time to uh, listen to it so thank you for that so let's go right into it i decided to call uh, this podcast what is a thing and the reason is because the term thing is one of those uh, words that uh, um, can have a very technical definition uh, within uh, musical circles like conservatory schools or uh, or even when we read um, program notes from a concert uh, we always find this term the theme of the piece the theme of the symphony but also uh, it's not necessarily clear what a theme is and especially if you are not uh, uh, an instrumentalist or a music reader or a musicologist you might not exactly know what the theme does refer to um, I find a bit confusing also that depending on the style of music or, or the uh, epoch of the music um, this uh, term this term does change quite a bit of significance so I think it's a good idea to go together down into this uh, rabbit hole because uh, we might uh, understand something important about music per se um, i hope this to be a non-technical discussion on what a theme is i i i like it to be rather an investigation of uh, what a musical theme could be and uh, why is that relevant for our understanding of music first of all we need to make a distinction between uh, theme and uh, melody generally speaking we think of a melody as uh, a line of uh, single notes sometimes uh, very long and in general it is uh, quite distinct from other uh, musical components like uh, harmony or uh, orchestration or uh, uh, tempo um, a theme instead is uh, generally speaking considered as a short compound of uh, notes or rhythms uh, with some form of inner trajectory that has potential for transformation this is quite a key aspect of uh, uh, the musical definition of the term theme the transformation part is essential uh, the 
tricky thing in music is that we know about transformation only after that transformation has taken place. I'm sure with an example it would all, all be a bit clearer. So let's take uh, a Beethoven sonata. This is uh, the third sonata, uh, Opus 2, number 3. The so-called uh, theme just appears at the very opening. This is the very first uh, four bars and you can see that this is not really a melody but there is uh, something melodic to it. This is not a musical, very long and intricate expressive uh, content. It's just uh, um, a character. So we don't know really if this is a theme or not and it doesn't really matter whether we can define it as a, as a theme or not. But what matters is that uh, uh, we can find traces of it as we go along. For example, a few bars later we have this. So we can already trace it back to the initial character of uh, the opening statement. So, for example, the first thing that we notice is uh, is bursting out of energy. And uh, this is clearly a contrast to what the initial opening was about, which was uh, quite moderate, quite uh, well-educated. So the contrast here is what makes um, the thematic relationship meaningful. Without one, the other wouldn't have that same effect or impact. Other elements are a little bit harder to spot, but uh, are still there. For example, this second uh, thing is loosely based on a long note and two shorts one long, short, short, long, short, short, long. This contrast between long and short is actually already presented at the very beginning. We have a long, short, short, long, short, short. So to give you other examples, we might look at uh, a bit farther on. We find this at, the, at bar uh, 48, 47 actually, yeah. so it goes like this. Okay, so I'll play it again and now I'm gonna highlight the main uh, melody. You see, this is a once again a rhythmical uh, phrase that is similar to the one that we played earlier. Long, short, short, long, short, short, long. And once again, an inner feature of the opening theme, particularly 
the contrast between a long note and two short notes, which is just about the rhythm, becomes now the motive around which we create a new melody. <laughs> example on this will be a few bars later in which we find okay this uh, sounds uh, somewhat related but uh, it's weird I'm gonna play it again not directly related, at least uh, not in a straightforward way. The procedure that Beethoven used is called uh, retrograde. So he took the theme and uh, he played it backwards. We find long, a kind of a trill, and then two short notes. And here we have two short notes, sort of a trill, closes with a, sh a short chord. Perhaps uh, Beethoven used uh, a bit of an intellectual trick. However, the relationship is there and uh, by just thinking it a second you realize that this is related to Let's take another example from a different sonata. This one is uh, uh, the seventh sonata, it's uh, opus 10, number three in D major. Um, and the theme goes like this. It's quite uh, aggressive and shocking in a way. Uh, it's a presto and the whole sonata starts exactly as I just played. I'm gonna play it again. I don't want to continue because uh, I don't want to spoil you uh, the magic of transformation that Beethoven employs. I just want to show you what happened um, after around 60 bars. He plays something like this. probably hear the same thematic motion that we heard at the very beginning now worked out in a, in a so-called sequence progression in a becoming a huge crescendo as I just uh, as I just played so this potential for transformation of a theme is 
really in the hands of the composer he will use it to say things and uh, to go places but uh, the question then becomes but why stick into a theme isn't it music just uh, emerging freely from our inspiration uh, do inspiration and creativity have to be bound to a single initial idea even if uh, it's uh, beautiful or and with lots of potential like for example this uh, two that i play from beethoven sonatas um, i mean composers can develop music without a theme uh, that's true uh, as a matter of fact the idea of theme comes with uh, some historical baggage uh, and this is also the reason why i think we need to do a little bit of uh, distinctions of what is the theme what distinguishes it from an, an actual melody or in different periods of history uh, in classical music you will find different terms uh, that have a similar might not exactly be the same role the same definition for example a fugue does not use a theme but uses a subject uh, or in modern uh, in modern music perhaps we can call it instead of, instead of the theme we can call it the tune so in order to have meaning though does music always need to have a ground concept a unifying idea that glues its parts together like a theme what we are arguing here is that a theme is the unifying principle that glues together the various parts of a piece of music like for example in a beethoven sonata because in this case uh, this glue is made of uh, a short compound of notes and rhythms which has the potential for transformation but we should not then arrive at the conclusion that uh, a theme made of notes and rhythms is the key to have good music and neither that is the only key to have good music as a matter of fact um, uh, we can point out a few examples from history uh, the theme that uh, uh, beethoven uses for his diabelli variation uh, was composed by a minor composer Antonio Diabelli and many people wrote variations for that theme but the theme itself is only famous just because Beethoven wrote variations and those variations are so remarkable that uh, that theme has become part of the repertoire but uh, if it wasn't for those variations the theme itself is not great music it's really very non-significant musical material there are other examples that we can make but the point that i'm trying to say here is is that a theme is not the necessary key condition for good music however good music must have some sort of glue a unifying concept however difficult might be for us to identify it now I was saying that the potential of uh, a theme emerges after 
this transformation have taken place uh, transformations then are the steps of uh, a journey of the story in a way the musical journey is the trajectory that the composer chooses for the theme it's similar to what uh, a storyteller does uh, the composer once he has picked uh, a theme a subject a story a main character then he will make it go through events that will transform it until the journey has been completed so obviously the theme is very important in music uh, particularly during the classical period the theme became the essence of music making but, but why was that the case how can we say that a, a theme carries potential for transformation what uh, happened during uh, the years of the, the classical period of music Mozart, Haydn, Beethoven what happened then was something remarkable because uh, themes started becoming the musical places where to find a human character so classical music starts acknowledging the importance of uh, individual character and uh, emotions so if we go back for a moment to the initial example the third Beethoven sonata the one that goes like this you can tell it starts in a warm way that is followed by some sort of a quick wit serious at once and ironic at the end it it's at once aristocratic but also joking a bit uh, uh, coquettish when he plays this started with a, an aristocratic gesture followed by this coquettish childish style ornament and uh, two steps One, two. One, two. here we have the exact uh, opposite we have these two steps in the beginning the childlike uh, ornament and the aristocratic move let's take another example this is from a different sonata it's uh, uh, the 18th one opus 31 number three this etc you can hear the 
character of this music emerging very clearly. There is a sense of uh, hesitation, of incompleteness, is not really going forward. And the repetition sounds like a, an attempt to move forward. And more attempts, getting closer. again the, the arrival is not uh, an aristocratic full um, solid noble arrival it's more of a joking one right the human character clearly here is bursting out we can't wait to hear what's uh, what's going what's going on afterwards um, it seemed like Perhaps we can say it this way, it seems like uh, the whole theme is preparing for something important that is not coming, really, because uh, it's coming in, in something very childlike and uh, ironic. So the first arrival point of today is possibly that uh, the theme is the essence of a piece, knowing what a theme means might uncover the true meaning of the whole piece. Now, Beethoven is the one who made history by showing us how a piece of music can be recognized unequivocally as itself by means of its uh, theme, or sometimes themes. It's not a coincidence that so far the examples that picked are all from Beethoven. So there is a relationship between the composition and the theme itself and this relationship is uh, um, can be described in different ways so for example it's a part whole relationship so the theme is part of the composition it's a relationship of belonging only one theme belongs to only one composition uh, it's a relationship of uh, logical derivation a composition comes to existence out of thematic development and that thematic development must um, happen within the confines of, uh, of logic unless we are able to trace back somewhere logically uh, this development they we, we wouldn't be able to find derivation from one theme to its transformation and also we can say that the relationship between the composition and its theme is uh, of identity the the character of a composition is given by the character of its theme that's why then i was able i was saying earlier that knowing a theme uh, knowing what a theme means might uncover uh, the true meaning of uh, piece of music. It is no coincidence that uh, the theme acquired such an importance during the Enlightenment period, which was a unique moment in history where Western culture has started to recognize the importance of uh, individual values, individual freedom, rights, feelings. In a way, if the 
DNA of a composition is unique, individual, non-replicable, like humans are, then the composition itself also has uh, a similar uniqueness, individuality, and original value. So the thing, which in this analogy is the DNA, the theme is the source of such an individuality, distinctiveness, and perhaps is the place where the ultimate reason for being might be found. Like, for people, it's uh, the DNA. In a way, the theme is the code that gives meaning to the entire composition. This is... Uh, important to know for listeners as they can relate more strongly with the music that they uh, they are listening to uh, when they can identify the source of uh, its inspiration in a short musical idea so um, if for example if uh, this one comes out as the main thing hesitation of uh, uh, becoming of transforming is a theme of uh, uh, of aristocracy that turns uh, uh, joking it's a theme of uh, wit it's also a theme of patience of waiting tension that um, explodes series net that transforms into irony if that's the theme then a whole piece of music might make a whole lot more sense um, at least uh, this is my experience now a theme also matters greatly for composers obviously because the thematic development is uh, similar in nature to writing an essay or, or a book or, or a story. You can say whatever you like, but whatever you say, it must relate with the topic of choice. And also uh, it matters for performers as it is on them to understand what a composition is trying to say. Failing to understand for a performer means the impossibility to deliver it to the listener. The listener won't be able to, to guess unless the performer um, is able to portray with exactness what, uh, what is the character of its music. When the theme is made of a few notes and rhythms, it can become tricky to stay in touch with its uh, original meaning and that's uh, happens that happens a lot to music students when they are practicing something for a long time lo loses meaning it's like a word that uh, completely loses its meaning when we repeat it too many times uh, this is why to understand how important a theme is we better 
think of it as a, a character, a feel, an idea with potential rather than a set of knowledge. So what I often uh, suggest my students uh, is to stay in touch with the character that uh, they wish to express. Here is the second arrival point of today's talk, which is, uh, can only be the theme, the essence of a piece, or in other words, can music have an essence without a theme? Obviously, the essence of music can be in its theme or not, it's in anything we believe uh, is the essence of it, uh, but from a creative perspective, before Beethoven, the individual theme of a piece was uh, identified in its uh, feel, in its character, uh, which uh, might be uh, difficult sometimes to hear for modern ears because, uh, well, the style, the language, the instruments were very different from the, the one we have today. However, we have traces of it when we look into uh, the words that musicians were using. For example, keys were distinct between minor and major. Uh, that already tells us uh, about uh, the feeling attached to a sound. Uh, allegro, for example, jo means literally joyful. Uh, isn't that a feel? Certainly uh, has a translation in a metronome pace, in a, in a tempo in a speed but initially it is just a feel the same thing for uh, moderato moderato is a way to be moderate is a way to, of behavior uh, thinking and speaking moderately means uh, at a medium tone of voice at a medium pace uh, without extremes so moderate is not a tempo per se is a feel once again so let's take um, some examples from uh, composers that are not Beethoven this time This was uh, the Andante from uh, the Concerto in F by Johann Sebastian Bach and uh, it is really tricky for us to consider this melody a theme uh, but uh, what we can say is that the theme of this music is not in the specific notes but is in the character of the whole music 
which stays uh, unchanged throughout the beauty of it might be in how Bach is able to uh, take us through a journey throughout this entire field and uh, let us uh, experience and uh, let us take a look of all the corners of this uh, human emotion gonna go with uh, another example This was uh, the sonata number 46 by Joseph Haydn in A flat major. You could tell uh, exciting, uh, unique, original, very stylish character underneath this music. But you can't really speak of a theme once again. The theme, the opening melody. <laughs> precisely related to it. It's just uh, an echo of it. Etc. So in a sense the theme does provide the character but does not necessarily bind the composer to its melody, it's, um, it's more of a uh, character igniter. I'm gonna go with uh, uh, another example coming from uh, today's music. I must say before, before I play it that today things are a bit more complex. The theme today is certainly not just a short melody or rhythm, but it's something that runs a bit deeper like uh, like the underlying source of energy or the topic of a piece of music so in this example which is a song that I particularly love called calling you the <coughs> opening and ending are pretty much the same they all sound alike there is no real 
character development. This is how it goes. So, it's beautiful music to me, it is uh, daunting, it's extremely atmospheric and uh, sounds like an intimate, very sorrowful call. Uh, the theme goes through the verse in the same way it goes through the chorus. It's the same feel, it is something that is not bound to particular notes, rhythm or harmony. It is something that... Um, accompanies the music throughout even in the instrumental solo uh, if you listen to it you will find that uh, there isn't uh, much development character development once again uh, the theme it is not a set of notes but it is more uh, a character a feel some musicians talk about it as groove let's make a, a final example for, for today. Uh, in the American songbook, and I'm not talking about an actual book, I'm mostly referring to a repertoire of music that has uh, crossed the last uh, 100 years, and uh, we can think of uh, that book as a selection of tunes, and for that perhaps the term tune is the closest relative we get, we have today to the theme in the classical sense uh, explained earlier um, but let's take a tune that has some lyrics for example you all know the song mark the knife personal way but uh, by maintaining the lyrics as they are they won't be departing from it so they might uh, interpret the melody saying something like this the original theme is strong uh, 
but one in a way I've changed it um, to make it sound more personal more original it's all good but how far can I go until I start thinking is this uh, stay related to the original thing in other words if I don't have the lyrics for example but I'm just an instrumentalist like a pianist what should I do for uh, interpreting this thing let's see you tell it was a mark the knife underneath I'm not sure you could but still everyone would agree that I was improvising on the tune mark the knife so then you realize that the tune does not have this uh, strong binding rules as uh, a Beethoven theme had but why uh, because uh, the whole expressive goals are completely different I can change the notes, the melodies, but I want to maintain the character. And then if I if I stick to the character, perhaps the song will still be the same even if I prolong it for I don't know five, ten minutes. This is what happens in jazz all the time. What is that character? Well, in this particular case, it's easily say we can we can call it swing as long as the song stays in swing I can move around and improvise without changing its nature interesting point to me the moment I don't have a theme what is left well do I still have a character yes of course do I still have a feel oh yes of course do I still have a reason for uh, creating music oh yes plenty then that's probably what uh, a tune is a tune is this uh, concept that uh, I need to stick to in order to be expressive and stay in line with the, with the goal of my creative expression. Um, so what you learn in the conservatory from Beethoven is that the human character that is encapsulated in a few notes could be the origin of a beautiful, unique and original piece of music. 
but what you learn playing jazz for example or jazz like other styles of music is that uh, the character the human character could be the origin of uh, all the meaning of music that uh, we hear and witness during a, a music performance to conclude we might be able to connect the dots so the uh, importance of a theme for beethoven is not uh, wildly different from the importance of uh, the feel the groove for uh, a jazz musician in both cases we still do have a strong necessity to express human character so here we come to the end of this journey i hope you uh, enjoyed this uh, trip down to another rabbit hole of music i hope i played uh, enough to uh, rest your ears from uh, my voice and um, for me certainly it was interesting because i i find it challenging but also stimulating to um, link together uh, types of music and uh, artists that uh, are not usually talked about in the same um, topic um, so i will certainly link all the music that i'm that I refer to today um, in the description so you can go listen to it and uh, continue your uh, creative uh, journey um, thank you for listening and i look forward to our uh, next episode of uh, where is the music podcast